0: Is up, everybody! Welcome to the Slightly Above Par Podcast. This is episode nine. You're with Ray and Andy. Andy, how are you? Good, thanks, Ray. How are you? Going well, thanks. It's been a big week in footy. It has. So shout out to Matt Rao. Matt Row, that guy is a superstar, isn't he? Yeah. Three games in, I'm thinking of putting money on for the Brownlow, nice it, and early. It wouldn't be that hard for him at the moment. He's getting the attention for every from everyone. Everyone loves him they're comparing him to Chuck Norris <laughs> it's it's unreal I've, and to think that he plays for Gold Coast yeah I'm watching nearly Gold Coast every week at the moment just to, <laughs> just to watch him I think the Brownlow locking heel probably his threat yeah yep that's just true started well but yeah I, well I've got I got tagged in something um, recently Andy about Matt Rowe. yep and um, apparently when he got drafted by Gold Coast. He uh, turned to his father when he was leaving and said, you're the man of the house now. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Oh, it is gold. Some of that stuff at the moment is gold and we are loving it. If you have anything like that, send it in to us because we're getting around Matt Rowe hard. Yep. Any Matt rail content, we want it. Ever since we had that discussion around strange things that your housemate would do that you didn't know about them, for instance, like your housemate that put the Glad Wrap in the fridge. Yep. Strange. Very strange. Um, <laughs> we've had a few people write in and share some of their experiences with people that they lived with that they didn't really, like, know too well until yep. they lived with them. Yes. Um, for instance, the first one we've got here from Sam. Sam wrote in. She says... I used to live with a gent, who shall not be named. I was living with two guys at the time, but one was the culprit. I was sick of coming home to find all the cutlery bowls in the sink. Fair enough. So I gave them both a talking to about washing up straight after cooking. Initially, the talking to worked. After a couple of weeks, things changed. I did come home to an empty sink, but also an empty cutlery drawer and missing bowls and plates from the cupboards. I waited until I had the house to myself and popped my head into each of the boys' rooms. The culprit, who shall not be named, had a pile at the end of his bed. The pile included all the missing kitchenware and a stack of multiple empty tuna cans. How disgusting is that?
1: Yeah, that's that's strange. Uh he but, did he did he did get
0: rid of the sinks, the bowl from the sinks. Yeah, I think Sam needed to be a little bit more specific about yeah what she actually wanted the boys to do. Although disgusting. Yeah. Uh, and tuna cans. Just tu- I don't like the smell of tuna. Oh, like, could you imagine the state of that room? Yeah. Like, you just couldn't have anyone in there. No. No. <laughs> Weird. Gross. It is very strange. We also have another one here from Hugh. Yep. Hugh writes in. My old housemate used to wee into empty soft drink bottles and leave them under his bed because he was either too drunk to get out of bed or it was just too cold for him to be bothered. Nope. Nope. <laughs> they were all still under his bed when I had to pack his room up while he was overseas, about 10 litres of wee, I reckon. His dad and I were just looking at each other for a minute until I said something along the lines of, well, he's your son, and then I left the room. <laughs> Good, good move by you. I would not be wanting to clean that up. Great hand pass to his father. Yeah, Yeah. got to to just handball that one off and walk out. Yeah. Uh, Don't know what his housemate is doing there. Also, you couldn't have anyone in that bedroom either.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Can't say I'm rushing out to try either of
0: those methods from those emails. Yeah. Where's he finding all the cans and bottles to put pee into? Yeah.
1: Also, that (laughs) seems harder than if you're
0: drunk. Yeah.
1: I don't know, that's just me. I'm um, a bit off.
2: <laughs>
1: Ray, did you say we got another email this week? To be honest, no. No. <laughs> that is fair. I do check most of the emails and then have to forward them to Ray's other email. Yeah. Anyway, Ray, we got an email from Josh. Yes. Who says, hey there, gents. Thanks for the great content. I always enjoy having a listen each week. He goes on to say, I have a few questions around the Silly Olympics. I play ultimate frisbee in Launceston and repeatedly argue with my non-playing friends about whether this is a sport or a hobby. I believe this is mostly due to them not knowing the rules and taking the piss. Where do you lads draw the line? Chess, video games,
0: origami, poker, cheerleading? What's your thoughts, Ray? Honestly, they're not an Olympic sport, but I think it would be silly for them to be at the Olympics, so let's make them a silly Olympic sport. Make them a silly Olympic sport. I still think uh ultimate frisbee
1: is a sport i agree with that you're running around it's not just a sports are hobbies though for me as well yep they go hand in hand but if people are saying it's not a sport i disagree with that yes Uh, because you are running you are being physical
0: and some and a lot of people say that chess is a sport like for your mind yeah yeah and i i have broken a sweat playing chess (laughs) under pressure (laughs) it doesn't take much for us no Um, Video games, esports. Esports, that's a thing now. Origami, don't know about that as a sport. No, but would be good in the Silly Olympics. Yes. Speed crane making, for example.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. If anyone wants to, I can't make them actually, so pick something I can make and we might have a go.
0: Yep. Uh, poker is considered a sport, I believe. Yeah, I think a lot of people do. I'm not sure about it. Gets it gets some airtime on ESPN. It's so. huge on <laughs> Fox Sports. Yeah. <laughs> And cheerleading is definitely a sport. So I think all those things can be considered a sport, Josh, but it's just how silly they are, whether they could ever reach the Olympic standard or yeah. whether they're just at the silly Olympic standard. standard.
1: Yeah, I think silly Olympics is almost um, more important these days than the Olympics. We plan to make
0: it elite. Yeah, the Olympics are not carrying on at the moment. We're no. pushing through
1: COVID. So yeah. what
0: does that tell you? There are medals on on offer. People just, if they want to challenge us at those things and if we think that we can get them, challenge us. Yeah. You might get a medal. Hopefully not because it costs us money. Yeah, because we don't have a sponsor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Josh does go on though, right? Yes. He says, I personally believe the Commonwealth Games are unnecessary and outdated. Agreed. Attempting to take the highlights from other great sporting events such as the Olympics the X Games, Winter Olympics, and various World Cup tournaments and different events throughout the world. The Ceiling Olympics are a chance for other lesser known sports and hobbies to be given the recognition they deserve. Agreed. With this in mind, I would love to see some food based competitions make their way onto the schedule, as well as maybe even esports or popular video games. Who would win in a nug off between the two of you? Have you ever completed a massive food challenge?
0: I, to be fair, I think you would smash me at a nug so I would never challenge you at that. But I know someone that would. We'll, yeah. we'll get to that in a sec. Yep. I want to focus on the Commonwealth Games. Yes. Commonwealth Games, to me, seems very unnecessary, and I agree with Josh on that front. Yep. It is just an opportunity for it to... It's like a, a wedge between each Olympic year yeah like it's that 2 year period after the olympics or before the next olympics and it just doesn't make sense to me to have the commonwealth games in there when maybe if there was something that was silly olympics or the hobby olympics maybe yep where people that have their hobbies are highlighted for their prowess in that hobby yep
1: the one good thing about the commonwealth games is australia does tend to win <laughs> Yeah, because America and China aren't in that, so yes. that's one that's positive. But no, I do agree that it's it's much the same as the Olympics, but no one really cares
0: about it. Yeah, that's right. And like, I I would want to win at the pinnacle, which is the Olympics. Yep. Like, what if you win at the Commonwealth Games? Not that I would ever reach the standard of the Commonwealth Games in my preferred sports, <laughs> but. Is it really a win, or are you just practicing, ready for the Olympics?
1: Yeah, and that could be—that's probably what it is. It's just yeah. a stepping stone to the Olympics.
0: Yeah. So get rid of it. Bring in the silly Olympics. We agree. Yep, we'll, we'll push for that. Yep, or just put the focus on X Games and Winter Olympics as well. Like that's—they're—they're yep. they're good events as well. They are great events. Yeah. Uh, the nugoff, Andy. Yes. During the week, we went out for dinner, and a mate of ours has challenged you to a nugoff. Yep. Over that. Um, Neil, he said, let's buy 72 nuggets Yep. of your choice, whether it's McDonald's or KFC, because they are having the $10.24 nuggets. The Nug War. The Nug War. Yep, take it, we'll take advantage of it while we can. And I think it's fair to say that we name it up now and say, Henry. Yes. Andy, here's your challenge. Yep. And do you accept
1: it? I, of course I do. It's eating nuggets and it's eating nuggets with Henry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: That's I suppose it It's not be. very competitive because you both love each other so much. Yeah.
1: I still want to win. I definitely don't want to lose another thing, Yes, particularly after my performance on
0: the last episode. And he is an elite athlete he too because is. he's a
1: rower for Australia. Yeah. He's in fine physical form. Yep. But the good thing is you don't need to be to eat nuggets. No, of course not. I wonder if he's spending too much time getting fit and healthy.
0: You reckon you're in peak nugget 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 fit? Yeah, you're nugget fit. I'm nugget fit. (laughs) Peak nugget condition. Yeah. Right. So, Henry, if you are listening, send us a response through our socials or emails and we will have you on the pod next week versing Andy in a nug-off. Let's do
2: it.
1: Ray, I'd just like to play some word association with you. Okay. obviously i'll say a word and you just say what comes to mind yep so i say chip hot not what i was looking for chip trip Ah, (laughs) (laughs) the chip trip the chip trip so last week we decided to have a discussion about chips and we said we will go and eat chips
0: anywhere yeah we say anywhere yeah anywhere yeah within driving distance of the state road road chip road chip chip trip yep all of those things
1: Got an email on that front, which Mm -hmm. you won't have seen, as we mentioned earlier. Yes. It says, hi, Ray and Andy. Long time, first time.
0: Yeah. If everyone that writes in could um, start with that, long time, first time. We we get a kick out of it. Yeah. As far as hot chips go, there's got to
1: be a divide between mainstream big chains and local takeaways. Yeah. Of the big chains, I prefer KFC. Their chips are a good thickness, and if you get them fresh...
0: Nice and crispy as well, yeah. Which I'd agree with, but that is that that that's a bit of a grey area for me because with KFC chips, like what percentage of the time do you reckon you're getting fresh? Fifty maybe, if. like, and that's a, that's a bad rate yeah. for a, a, a franchise fast takeaway. Food. Yeah, fast food, like it's silly. Fifty yeah, percent if you're lucky. If, if KFC is good, but yeah. if they need to look, have a good hard look at themselves with some of their food, it's yeah. the chip area. Yeah.
1: And that's what we're passionate about. She goes on to say, my favourite takeaway for chips is Prospect Fish Shop. Perfect thickness and crispness. Yep. They're the best with chicken salt, but they're still delicious with standard salt or even without salt. Oh. Just a quick aside on the salt factor. If you don't salt your chips, you're wrong, she says. Correct, Jess. I do need to also shout out the steak cut chips of Burger Got Soul and the Poutine at Burger Junkie. Both of which are top notch. Now, condiments is a whole other argument she mentions. See you, fellas. And that's from Jess or Humble, apparently. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, look, she she's hit the mark there and that's good. Uh, I reckon we hit up Prospect Fish Shop as yep. soon as possible. Good f- thing for us, that's not far away. Yes. So a very short chip trip. Yep. When I used to live in Prospect, I would hit up Prospect Fish Shop a bit. Yep. Um and we obviously had Burger Junkie the other night. Yes, we did with, <laughs> with
1: Henry yeah. and we enjoyed the poutine there. Yes. Burger uh, sold
0: chips are really good. Yep. Love those. Yep. They do tend to give you a large portion of oh. chips and you do get too full before you
1: hit the burger. You do struggle to get through that, which yep. is just a sign of how good the chips are though. Yeah. You can't yep.
0: stop eating them. And their soul mayo, yeah. Will we go? Will we get some more Burger Got Soul chips soon? Will we do the, that part of the. Yeah, we can. I mean, there, there's three suggestions there, but I mean, really, she's got to suggest one. And
1: that's the prospect fish shop.
0: But yeah. So we'll hit up the prospect fish shop and we'll see if anyone else backs up her theory behind Burger Got Soul yeah. and Burger Junkie as well. On chicken salt and
1: salt. Yes. Great thing about another shout out to my local, Norwood Takeaway. When you're ordering online, you can choose between the different salts, but not only that, you can select chicken salt, extra chicken salt, or extra, extra chicken salt. Oh, I
0: love that. Because I often say to my local uh, takeaway, which is the Brougham Street idea, (laughs) can you add just a little bit of extra chicken salt? Because they won't do it unless you tell them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I accidentally once ticked chicken salt and extra chicken or extra extra chicken salt so you can select all of them all right yeah and i pretty much needed to drink between every chip because <laughs> it was
0: so salty <laughs> that is brilliant but i'll commit to it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's good uh yeah look prospect fish Shop, good salts even better i go chicken salt more often than not what do you go for chicken yeah, every yeah. time yeah, but if you uh I agree with Jess, uh if you are a no chi- no salt person, get out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're wrong. Right. Andy.
1: <laughs> Last week on the show we mentioned our uh,
0: Osher update. Oh yeah, yeah. Huge news, something that we really were very keen to jump on. Oh, yeah, it was great. I mean, I was pretty excited at the time.
1: Yeah. So I've left it up to you to send the email. So I was just hoping you could give us a quick update on how that email's gone and
0: and any response yet. Uh, Yeah, I've sent an email uh, off to Hayley and uh, she she hasn't got back to us. Have you sent the email? No. (laughs) (laughs) It may have slipped my mind. Okay, so if you can work on that. Yeah, next are you are you worried
1: about my commitment to the podcast? Well, I just thought that could be our big break, getting Osha on, mm. and it just doesn't seem like you want to. You don't want him. You I, don't want Osha. I
0: do want Osha. I just you've, forgot. Got to, you've got to show me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. I'm sorry. I'll leave it with me. If I haven't, obviously we're having a break after next week's episode. So yep. at the end of episode ten, we're having a break. I will guarantee that I'll send an email by the end of next week's episode.
2: Blah, 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 blah.
0: Andy. Yes, Ray. Uh, I had a conversation with my father over the weekend. Um, obviously, we discussed on the pod his silly Olympic suggestion, which yes. was gutter ball.
1: Gutter ball, yeah. We said, if you send it in, you've
0: challenged us. Yes, and he was openly challenging us to... Gutter ball. Excellent. Excellent. Bit of a problem. Go on. The conversation I had with my dad was, and I, I'll ask you this first, what did you think he meant by gutter ball? Well, I was actually going to say
1: what is gutter ball is a question I have. My thought would be like a gutter that's on your roof. Right. So I think he mentioned that it was a game he played at school. Yes. So there's a gutter on the roof and you're throwing the ball up at the gutter
0: down and catching.
1: That's right. how I imagined gutter ball.
0: Yep. My imagination was uh, the curb on the side of a street as in the gutter. Ooh. Yep. You throw it and like half volley it into so, the gutter. Yep. Ground so, ground gutter back up. Yep. Ground gutter back to yourself. Yep. And obviously where you lose is if you sort of um, miss. miss or dead ball it where it sort of Hits the gutter first and rolls along and so on. So which one is it? Neither. (laughs) (laughs) My dad is trying to explain that the gutter is something where it's like a bit of a drain that you would see where there's a flat surface underneath, but then there's two 45-degree angle walls to it. I think I'm going to need a diagram, but carry carry on. (laughs) I needed a diagram when he was explaining it to me. Yeah, good. And you've got to hit... The One of the 45-degree walls from the other side. So you're from one side and throwing at the other wall. Yeah. And it bounces back to you. Right.
2: Where do you find
0: one of those? Has he got a suggestion? No, he said, just have a look around one of the schools. Oh, so you're sending us on a research assignment, Dad. <laughs> oh. we'll ch- I'll check my school. You check your school. We've got two schools to check. Yep. I don't we can go obviously um, there's a primary school near your house so we can go there we'll head there and have a look there's one near my house so we'll go there and have a look yep if we can't find one at either of those four or any of those four schools Max you owe us a medal
1: yeah he (laughs) actually he can find it if it's not at one
0: of those four yeah he can try and find it. Definitely. Because I still don't really know what I'm looking for, but we will have a look anyway. <laughs> yeah, it was really confusing. And I'm a little bit disappointed because we wasted content on the pod if we can't find a gutter. Yeah. But if we find a gutter, great. Game on. Yeah. Here was me thinking, I'm going to stay at home and just practice throwing this ball at the gutter. <laughs> Your neighbours would be so confused by what you were doing. I'm glad I didn't start because yeah. that would have been a waste of my time. <laughs> Uh, all right, so leave it with us. We did plan on uh, challenging him as soon as possible, but this could be a long wait. Yeah. In the meantime, send in some more. Yeah. We'd love a yeah. challenge. We would love some challenges. If you've got some, send them in to the Slightly Above Par podcast, socials or email. If anyone's been wondering where I get my problems with pronunciation word pronunciation of words... It's from my mother, right? Go on. The other day, we were sitting around just chatting about just... Not about anything. Not about at all. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then... Yeah, we didn't go anywhere near the chook shed, though. Oh, yeah, that's good. (laughs) Yeah, Dad's new chicken shed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We were just chatting, mum, dad and myself, about uh, what we'd been up to and everything and mum was explaining where they went for um, breakfast. They went to a layer shout out. Yep. A layer cafe, do a good breakfast, do a good coffee. Yep. Yep. Um, Problem was mum goes, yeah, we went to this cafe called Alahi and we turned to her and gone, no, no, (laughs) a She goes, oh, you know what I mean. Well... If we didn't pick up on that, I reckon there would be a lot of confused people. Yeah, I would. I would have. I was like, "Oh, is that new?" Which reminded me of the fact that she pronounces Bell Reeve. Yeah. Bella Reeve. I have heard Bella Reeve before. By who? I don't know. I just feel like I've heard that before. Uh, it just doesn't. It does my head in. Doesn't sit well with me. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not even spelt with an A to make it Bella.
1: No. Does make sense where you've got all this from though? Yeah,
0: it does. Yeah, because it just it drives me mad. How do you think we feel, Ray? (laughs) Sorry, listeners, blame my mum. I was driving to work the other day, and uh, I was driving through town. There's this guy behind me at the lights in his car, and there was a fair bit of movement going on. I could look in the rear vision mirror and he was shaving. That's someone that doesn't have good time management. Bad time management, which you obviously know about, and we'll get to that in t- a sec, but this guy was had his electric razor in the car shaving on the way to work. Just don't bother. He had his you shirt don't. and blazer. Yeah, don't bother shaving. It obviously saves me time. Yep. But... I was concerned about the fact that it's getting all over yeah. his shirt it's and, yeah, his clothes Counterproductive. And stuff. It is counterproductive. It's lazy. Yep. And I think he needs to have a good hard look at himself.
1: Yep. So, guy behind Ray at the lights,
0: have a good hard look at yourself, mate. <laughs> and Andy. Yes. You were running late for work the other day? Didn't run late at all. Were you on time? I was. I got to work on time. What time did you get out of bed? Which time are we talking
1: about? Because it was actually, it was actually <laughs> twice in the last week. Twice in the last week I've had uh, a run late or think I'll be late to work. But you've got there on time? Both times, yes. Tell us about both. <laughs> uh, first one's school. So I live about half an hour away from school. Yes, I will normally get to school on my work days at about, try and get there 10 to 8 if not a bit earlier.
0: But you were on a relief day,
1: yeah. I was on a relief day this particular day. Yep. And I woke up at about 10 to 8. Yes. So half an hour to school, you'd want to be there by about 8.30 at the latest, in my opinion, on a relief day. Yes. So I did get
0: there, 8.30. Well done. On the dot. That is lucky. Pull. Pulled in. That is good. It's it's lucky, but also yep. got to sleep in. <laughs> got do oh, Yep. I don't, really
1: good sleep in that day. Did the thing when you look at the clock and you go... Oh, yeah. 7.50. Don't worry about it. Oh, 7.50. Got to go. <laughs> <laughs> didn't think I... I think I woke up, didn't think I'd work, and then that was a real push. That was a real push. And then this weekend, at, at the second job, of course. Oh, yeah, office yeah. Office Sorry. Works, yeah. Uh, the woke, hobby. <laughs> yeah, It's my hobby on the weekends. Uh, woke up at 7.15. Yes. For a 7.30
0: start. Oh, no.
1: Did you get there? Got there at 7.30. Did you shower? Yeah. Uh, Ran my head
0: underwater, had a quick shower. <laughs> the beauty of it is, uh, the 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 road to work from for that job, yeah, is like at that time of the day, it's, very quiet. Yeah, very quiet. Get there in within ten minutes, easy. Normally get there, yeah, ten minutes. So had plenty of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what time did you go to bed that morning though? <laughs> <laughs> Probably two thirty. Oh, handy. <laughs> uh, Oh
1: dear. <laughs> <laughs> but still made it, so that's the main thing. Yeah, good.
2: Blah, 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 blah.
0: That's the end of episode nine of the Slightly Above Par podcast. If you have any content ideas or you want to write in some silly Olympics or life hacks, send them to our socials or the slightly above par pod at gmail.com. Next week is our final episode before we take a two-week break so catch up on all the
2: podcasts at where you stream your podcasts see you later